or eat my soul. Eat my soul is more like the Purdue owl will swoop in through the window yeah. and take your children. Rip my fucking spleen out. What a horrible way to go. What a horrible way I to go. I watched a sea lion rip a shark's throat out on accident. Like, it meant to do it. I accidentally watched it. I, did, I read the caption <laughs> too late. <laughs> I, was like, I like it better as an accident. Like, he was playing the with him. And he just like, tore his fucking Oh, my throat God. Out. I'm so sorry, you guys. You oh, guys. I don't understand how I got here either. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Oh, it burns. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. I know tricks. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Dave? God damn it. I forgot <laughs> I about that fucking subplot. That's the oh, best line in the movie. I didn't. Well, last week with the film Pound of Flesh, we closed out that holiest of months, Van Damuary. Oh, we'll miss you, February. Well, I'm we'll miss black Van All through March. <laughs> the- we all got a little so caught up in the celebrations that we we kind of forgot to prepare something for this month. Kind of like the day after Mardi Gras. Yeah, it sounds like classic us. Yeah, so that's why this month we're all bringing whatever the hell we've got to bring in Dog Ate My Homework. Yeah. So, Casey, it's up to you first. Your dogs are very small, so it's going to have to be a fairly small film. Although there's a lot of them. Maybe they can swarm it like a piranha pack. This week, I treated my ass like a TARDIS and pulled out She's the Man, starring Amanda Bynes from 2006. Mm -hmm. And man, this... I really enjoyed this movie when yeah. it came out. I, I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna ask. Do you want to discuss this on a podcast, or do you want to discuss this in perhaps a therapy session? <laughs> Listen, if I'm going to therapy, I got like five other friends who this is their favorite movie. It's a Groupon discount. That, okay, yeah, that's very fair. Yeah, Casey, it's 2006. You're at the beach, and you're just trying to have a good time. You know, you had a few drinks in the parking lot, obviously. You're just trying to get some sun and enjoy the day when suddenly Amanda Bynes kicks a soccer ball straight at your face. In the 10 seconds before you get beamed by Bynes, sell us on this movie. A girl breaks up with her boyfriend, drops out of school, sleeps and plays with new boys, and shows her tits at a football game. Is this sophomore college, Casey? Six seconds! (laughs) On paper. Kind of. You didn't play soccer. <laughs> I didn't mention that in the um in my elevator pitch. So just on based on that, <laughs> okay. those could be the same if we we're playing a, a game of guess who, me and A Bynes would still be up. We'd <laughs> still be standing. That's true. It's She'll just it's stand. not an authoritative guess who yet. All right, all right. Let's go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Viola, played by Amanda Bynes, loves soccer. Unfortunately, though, not enough girls signed up, so the girls' team is cut from Cornwall Prep. After unsuccessfully trying to join the boys' team, she hatches a devious plan. 
Girl also unceremoniously dumps her boyfriend for being a sexist turd in front of the entire team. Respect. Yeah, yeah. And we're only like four and a half minutes in at this point. <laughs> so respect especially on like getting where we're going. Since her twin brother Sebastian is going to be in London for the next two weeks, Viola dresses up as him and joins Cornwall's rival Illyria for complicated reasons that ultimately don't really matter. Don't worry about it. She wants to beat her ex-boyfriend and prove that she's the man. Okay, they matter to Casey. If you can't <laughs> join them, beat them. She does say that. Watch yeah. the movie. Yeah, that is an, not the idiom. Viola as Sebastian is partnered with Duke Orsino at his new boarding school. Duke isn't just the captain of the soccer team, but he's breakout role Channing Tatum. 26-year-olds. Channing Tatum. So, you know, <laughs> Otter ass <laughs> Channing Tatum. He's inventing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's reinventing the soccer otter here. Casey, I never watched Magic Mike. Um, Nor so have I, I. Okay. Well, maybe you noticed never this in it. this. Does he walk differently when his shirt's off? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. He's 26. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything I'm thinking is okay. <laughs> okay. He's 26 years old. He's older than me when this movie yeah. came out. He's play he's he's playing a child, but it's okay. An to... 18-year-old, they're seniors. <laughs> you came in real hot with that. <laughs> I already did the math because I was already upset that never mind. The I'll listeners go. at home <laughs> Well, I don't want to jump ahead, but I have a with the mom. The listeners at home don't have video, but like in addition to her answer on that, her finger came in immediately. (laughs) Um, actually, (laughs) in this movie, his birthday was in March, so he is (laughs) eighteen. There's only one more player needed for a love triangle. See, Duke has got the hots for Olivia Lennox. But Olivia is pining for the sensitive and caring new guy, Sebastian. Meanwhile, Viola can't stop thinking about Duke. However, Viola is here for soccer first, so she strikes a deal with Duke as Sebastian. There's a lot going on here. Duke agrees to train Sebastian so that he will be first string against Cornwall. Sebastian agrees to get Duke a date with Olivia. A classic, you know, exchange of skills. You teach me how to sports, I'll teach you how to get laid. Sebastian's training pays off, and he makes first string. Let's not forget this is a single character playing multiple roles film, so we have to toss in an event where they swap between the roles in hilarious and compromising ways. Oh. Yeah. Later we're going to talk about the fair. What matters is that Viola, as Viola, kisses Duke at the kissing booth. The triangle is in full effect. Olivia decides to try to win over Sebastian by making him jealous. I bet nobody here is going to guess who she tries to do it with. Nobody? Anybody? Anybody? Eunice. It's Duke who's surprised. And Duke gives up his attention for Viola, but then the single best case of mistaken identity in the film happens. Yeah. See, the real Sebastian returns from London, steps out of a cab, where Olivia runs up and starts making out with him. It's a square. It's a square now, or at the very least a rhombus. (laughs) It's a love rhombus. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a love rhombus. We're going. I with think that. I think the the rhombus because you want those odd angles to represent Sebastian's confusion in this <laughs> and likability. Yeah. Duke sees this and gets real mad at Viola slash Sebastian. Another complicated clown show of events happens where Viola Sebastian sleeps in past the start of the Cornwall game and the real Sebastian fumbles around on the field before being benched. Dude just takes a lot of wild shit in stride. Another thing we'll talk about. Look, he's just wants to help. All right. <laughs> His sister's been covering for him for two weeks. Roll with it. At halftime, the game's tied one to one and Viola snags Sebastian coming clean about the whole shebang. She goes back out and, of course, wins the game. There's also a bunch of drama we're going to talk about. I hate that I keep saying that, but, like, there's just there's a lot of different plots in this that we got to come back to. There's a warning up top that says mild sexual situations, and they delivered. And we did not sign for that package, nor did we want it on our porch. The drama includes the reveal that Viola's Sebastian is Viola, but even with her scoring the game-winning goal against her douchebag ex-boyfriend, it isn't the end of the film, even though it feels like it really should be. It she drags been. on about some drama with a ball where everybody has to have their date. Like, why did we need this? Why couldn't, you know, the bow have just been her beating at the end and then him being like, oh my god, I actually love you, and then and then we just cut out the whole ball? Um. Because I was too busy trying to figure out things that weren't even addressed. Like, you can just decide to switch schools one week. No, it wasn't done that week. No, but she stopped showing up to school. So her mom never once had to call the current school and be like, you know, my daughter's transferring over to blah, blah, blah. Well, she didn't transfer. She told her mom she was. She said she no. wanted to go spend the next two weeks with Sebastian's girlfriend because she was a debutante. Oh, right. you know what? They do say in the beginning that the school at Illyra, um, or I'm sorry, the school at Cornwall Prep doesn't start for two weeks. Oh, okay. Because I was like, why did I never transfer schools for a week? I'm an asshole. So a, a bit of extra context for where we didn't go into it. Uh, uh, Amanda Bynes and her twin brother originally went to the same school, Cornwall, where Amanda Bynes still goes. However, it's a prep he, school. Yeah. However, he was kicked out of there and is now enrolled at their rival school, Illyria, where he is about to start going to school at the start of the film. So that's how she's able to start going to school there because they're twins. So she can just, you know, pin her hair up and put on a binder and pretend that she's him for 12 days. Amanda Binder. Uh, wow. Wow. One of us has a bright future. It's you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Cut this in wherever. But if your whole point is that a girl can play soccer as well as any man, maybe get a slightly more girl-looking stunt double to replace Amanda Bynes in the shot instead oh, of having the manliest man ever God. in the ring. He was like six inches taller and I like at first I was like, is that Channing Tatum in Amanda Bynes wig? And then no. Also could have been Jared Leto. That was thank you for saying that because I rem I was losing my shit last night. <laughs> there's, 
It's just a couple shots where it's like, it's, Christ, come on. Did you get Arnold to do this? It's very Samurai Cop, especially with the wig. Amanda Bynes is surprisingly good in this film, I think. Her her boy voice is sometimes a weird southern accent, and that's uh, confusing. But I think she overall pulls off multiple personality, like feeling like it's two distinct personalities well. So Yes, agreed. I I could see her doing a good parent trap. Yeah. She's got a bit of a rubber face too. Amanda Bynes in a wig and looking the way she looks made me question did Amanda Bynes maybe create the Bieber haircut? Yeah, it's Is this is this a it, Bieber origin story? Is it? 2006, I don't think he was on YouTube. Wasn't he like six? <laughs> he signed a, his recording contract was signed in 2008. So he cannot make out with Channing Tatum. He cannot make out with Channing Legally. Tatum. No. no, which is a question we need to ask for a lot of people in this movie. Everyone. David Cross, pretty sure he can make out with Channing Tatum, but we're still checking ID. David Cross's specifically, who knows how old he is. I would say David Cross could make out with Channing Tatum. David Cross is the whole reason I knew you could not hate this film as much as you wanted to, Jay, specifically. Because he is perfect in every scene, and he is authentically David Cross. It's a cruel trick to play. He's the principal of uh, Illyria, the school. Headmaster. I'm sorry, the headmaster of Illyria. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The school that uh, Viola Sebastian goes to, where real Sebastian's supposed to be attending. And he's just kind of David Cross. Like, definitely... (laughs) He was clearly given some character notes at some point, and he just kind of ran with them. (laughs) I love when he catches Viola manipulating her wig and accuses him of having male pattern baldness. And that is a just great conversation. By saying, you might have noticed I'm starting to thin out myself. (laughs) (laughs) I just adore David Cross. He right. he's always a good time for me. Oh yeah. At the he's the headmaster who at the end of the film when he's been told one of his team's star uh when he's been told one of his team's star soccer players is secretly a girl, he decides the best way to address this is to go out onto the field with a megaphone and expose her in front of everyone at the game. Huh, uh, girl, uh, uh, what? Hold you up. Know, First, the day before, he called their her parents and invited them to the game to tell them he was going to reveal to them something special. Right. He specifically invite. He's like staging a surprise intervention on fucking Amanda Bynes. <laughs> right. What the hell, man? You never heard of pulling somebody aside for a quiet word? You fuck. What was the end goal? I also love that they wait until halftime, right? Don't do it before. 
make sure that they play half the game and then pull the reveal. Right. Fortunately, though, this is where Sebastian had stumbled in yeah. and had had gone out, and the the real Sebastian was playing poorly. Yeah, so, and it was him. Yeah, so he was able to expose his real male genitalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To prove that he's a boy, he drops Chow in front of everyone. So just framing high school student high school, pulls high his school penis student. out on the soccer field, admits the in front of the crowd. And his parents. Um, you know what? I prefer a dick over a gun. If he's gonna be that kind of creep, I guess that that one's better. His dad seems really jazzed about it. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah. is Eunice. No. So he, is Eunice. He pretty clearly is swinging some pretty serious meat around down there from the reaction shots in the crowd. Eunice is excited. Uh, none of that was necessary. It. None Even of a speck None of, it. of it was necessary. Um, we could have just heard everyone go, oh, and then him pull his pants. Up. But no, we took the time to get reaction shots of what does everyone think about this senior in high school's penis? I- That's my boy. I rate, review, <laughs> subscribe, like. Right. You <laughs> There's so many better ways you could have done that. The. The psycho ex-girlfriend could have tried to expose Amanda Bynes' breast to reveal, oh no, it's just a teenage boy's chest. You're allowed to point a camera at that. Channing Tatum's been pretending to play one of those an entire film. <laughs> I know, right? Point a camera at it. Yeah. But nah, instead we gotta uh, show child dick off screen. Yep. Although it's then followed up by Amanda Bynes flashing everyone, specifically Channing Tatum, but also everyone in the stadium, including her parents also. Let's be generous and assume that Dick is 18 years old because he flew. He used his passport without an adult. That's true. And, and you it's can't 2006. do that. Right. He's a terrorist. That was, was the... F- First thing is like, wait, pre nope, this post nine eleven. Never mind. That's a big deal. Right, right. But it doesn't make it better because it's eighteen year old dong being flashed at kids. Right. Yeah. There are kids in that crowd. Yeah. A lot of children in that crowd on the field. There's problems all over the place. And now I gotta explain this guy's hog to my kids. (laughs) Casey, did you know? The the frame where Amanda Bynes has her shirt lifted up and you can like see the top of her chest, but then it's the frame is cut off is said to be one of the most paused frames in television or in movie history. What? Does not surprise me. It is one of the most paused frames in the history of cinema. People watch the film. They pause on that frame and they engage in activities. Like snorkeling? I assume. Like snorkeling. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or uh, edging their driveway. Edging something. That's really (laughs) sad. That makes me sad. This... I had to share that with you. There were so many other weirdly horny parts of this movie, and that was the one that got them. 
Okay. Not the mom trying to bang a high school student. Not, not <laughs> the mom trying to bang her daughter's now recently ex-boyfriend. Dude, Evil she's in the beginning Chad. of the movie. She doesn't try to bang him, but in she her is mind, 100% down to bang him. She was doing the like the meme of the girl going, well, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I can't. Well, no, 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 I can't. It's, uh, it's not exactly a weird horniness, but like just Channing Tatum's in it. So that's always a horniness because he's Channing goddamn Tatum and look at the man. I I like him like this size. I'm not really into big Channing Tatum. Um, never watched Magic Mike. I'm more into Otter Channing Tatum. Yeah, he this doesn't is a really wear a shirt in this film. Sized. Which no, is he why he doesn't. He why would he need to? I, I I understand it. If I looked like that, I would avoid it at every opportunity as well. But then we've got weirdly horny side characters, Eunice, the uh the the creepy nerd who is the asthmatic? Yeah, who's clearly masturbating in bushes. Very intense. Bushes, bathrooms, she's, um cafeterias. Eunice Eunice is a predator and if we, were, <laughs> if we were to go back and like follow up on these characters now, she would have a head in her basement chest freezer. I guarantee yeah. you. Eunice is a female uh, Pepe Le Pew. Yes. <laughs> With headgear, just so horny for everyone. Yeah. Horny for friendship, horny for love. And... Yeah, she's she's a predator. She's a predator. <laughs> I don't think she's getting caught. I'm glad they didn't change Eunice. Can I say that? There's yeah, a lot sure. of times with that they'll like, oh, what if she's attracted? I'm glad they kept Eunice Eunice. She got her man. She told him straight up the first time they talk, I know tricks. Yeah. And then they <laughs> fell into a whimpering pile on the ground after On the a field. After Again, a soccer more football game. Yeah, this there's fucking... people around, <laughs> children. I mean, keep it in context. This is a soccer game that has already had one both dicks both, out. Yeah, a dick titties out and out. titties out. Like, and Eunice is like, I'm gonna flash the brown yeah. bomber. <laughs> And all of this is happening under the watchful eye of Vinnie Jones, who's flexing on anyone who tries to stop it. Fuck it. Yeah. I'll rule yeah. it off now. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Vinnie Jones as a soccer coach? I wanted him to start killing oh, children. I, I really wanted say, him like, to start as killing your children. sex bouncer. And it was like, no, honestly, I don't think I could get yeah, aroused not, no. with Vinnie Jones glowering somewhere in the room. I think that's a, I'm a sponge. I couldn't stop thinking of Lockstock, and I'm like, these kids are going to misbehave, and he's going to kill one of them to yeah. teach the rest of them to listen to him. <laughs> Vinny Jones is the soccer coach was not working at all for me for the mass majority of the film. What? Um, up until the very end of it, when he suddenly becomes the bro of all bros, and it's just like, I don't give a shit if she's a she. She can kick a goddamn soccer ball. And... Knows when to give the like teenage romance a moment to breathe and glares at other people who were gonna like throw fouls on them for it. <laughs> That's true. Vinny Jones true. is an excellent educator. 
<laughs> That's why he was believable to me. I was like, he loves those kids. He do- I my fan theory is he knew the entire time that Amanda Bynes was Amanda Bynes. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent from the very beginning. When she does that bit about shirts and skins and is like, I have to wear a shirt and I'm allergic to the sun, which is why. And he looks at her and is like, okay, you're a shirt. And it's clearly him going. Yeah, I know what's and going on. And I just don't her care. First shower. 100%. I don't yeah. care. Right. Right. And plucks her from out of her first shower. Yeah. Vinny knows. And he's just like, I don't fucking care. Vinny does the finger poke to the Cornwall coach's chest and the Cornwall coach that that's going to bruise. And I was like, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. That he checks looks out. like he pokes hard. <laughs> yeah. I also just want to like, he's got to be really good at soccer to get that job. Because you know he is breaking the, like, ethics code constantly with his mouth and threats to kids <laughs> and possibly harming some that don't perform. Funny you say that. Vinnie Jones actually played soccer professionally. Yeah, for a bunch I of teams. That. Like football, actually. But, yeah. Yes, but how many kids' teams did he coach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sure, he's great at soccer. Wait, wait, wait. I think Jason Statham might be really good at soccer, too. Are we saying that we need to get a Mighty Ducks, but Vinnie Jones and uh, in soccer instead of hockey? Wait, does Vinnie Jones get a DUI? He's going to be Emilio Estevez. That's not possible. Do you think any cop would give him a DUI? <laughs> it's Vinnie Jones. The stronger he he gets stronger, the drunker he gets. Vinny Jones is my favorite character in this movie, but Jay, you were in love with Paul the whole time we were watching the movie. And I don't know that Paul, in love with Paul is what I would oh, say. Oh no, that I was. you were like Paul? every time he was on screen, you were cheering and smiling. No, no, and no. He's a bit of a problematic bay. Who Paul's is Paul? The hairdresser. Who, Who is, is Paul? Is Paul? the question. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about Paul, because who is oh, Paul is the question to ask. I do have a PowerPoint. As you can see here, Paul is introduced as the hairdresser, and he's the one that Viola goes to to oh, get dressed okay. up so that he looks like she looks like Sebastian. Paul then drops her off at school and helps her do the makeover, and it seems very innocuous. And then every time Paul shows up again later in the movie... He does so with two women at his side, like escorts. And Paul is there attending like various functions that Viola is at. And at one point, Viola needs help. And Paul stages essentially a play with multiple women coming and professing their love to Sebastian Viola so that he looks cool with the bros. It's all, and so he's doing like all of these things. I don't know that he's just a hairdresser. Who is Paul? Who is Paul? I'm pretty sure all those girls were Amanda Bynes' character's friends from her old school. Yeah, so they're all hanging out with Paul. So, like, yeah, because I think a couple of them are the ones we see at the beginning of the film with uh, Amanda Bynes when she goes to Paul and convinces him to help her out. 
Maybe. I didn't pay that close attention to those characters. I don't, I don't think that it was a ridiculous request for them to ask Paul. So, like, they're familiar. It's not just your hairdresser. Right. I, I mean, Listen. I guess... What Listen, alternate Paul. theory are you suggesting that he is either I get I like either a pimp or like some form of Charlie's Angels character? I definitely think that he's a pimp. Yeah. Well, yeah. Does the movie ever actually establish that Paul's gay? Because like Paul's gay, obviously. Yeah, um, because when he fixes the pocket square of Channing Tatum's neighbor at the debutante ball at the end. They kind of like lock eyes and Paul winks up at Amanda Bynes is like, hey, then I'm like, wait, Paul, some too. he's ah. in high school and you are in Paul. And yeah, I don't okay. think Everybody you should grooming. be. He's grooming the mystery of Paul. I feel like Paul had something to do with Firefest. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Paul's not really the only problematic thing in this. I mean, God, we have kids no. flashing their genitals. We have selling your daughters at the county fair, selling your debutante daughters. In 2006. That's a thing. Yo, what the fuck is that really <clears throat> diseases? People like swine flu is a thing or brave. If you want to do a kissing booth, remember. use a dog, use a pit bull. Go on. Yeah, that was the the I I don't know if it was I don't know if this was supposed to be a county fair they were at, but that's what it looked like. But that was my immediate thought of like you cannot have a kissing booth with high school girls in it at a county fair because that's like the cops are going to be just all over that place seven minutes from now. The the person behind Channing Tatum was like a twelve year old boy too that wanted to make out with Amanda Bynes. So yes, and there are also middle-aged motherfucking men. Yes. in that line. Like genuinely, the best possible way for this movie to go would have been for them to wait. Just let that scene keep playing till the middle-aged guy gets up to the front, and then Amanda Bynes stands up, and it's a twenty-one Jump Street, and she arrests him. Like ah, that's what it's been about the whole time. <laughs> I like that the movie even almost takes a moment to examine its own negative stereotypes because Amanda Bynes character, when she's pretending to be a boy, her only way of doing that is to constantly comment on women's asses. But yeah, but despite, you know, them calling, uh, despite Shannon Tatum calling her out on it the one time, it's also then just every other character behaves that way all the time towards everyone. I asked Casey about the warning in this because it's like sexual content. And I'm like, what kind of sexual content? This movie's weirdly horny all the time. No, this movie was. <sighs> well, yeah, I mean, right off, it, it just in terms of terrible lessons, Amanda Bynes' character lies to like literally everyone entirely for the entire film and then gets everything she wants, including the guy. Lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Stalking's okay in this movie because the creepy nerd guy has a giant face pillow of the girl Channing Tatum has a crush on. Yeah. Like a waifu waifu pillow. Yeah, I thought he was going to end up with Eunice. I thought it was going to be two predators together forever. 
Um, <laughs> it was not. Oh. I guess that's good. You don't want them both together. That son of a bitch not only has that waifu pillow, but he has a fucking tarantula for a pet. Like a monster. Malvolio. That's how Jay figured out what this movie was based on. Yep. Yep. I'm like, oh my God, I know that name. Yeah. Wait, Twelfth Night. It's one of the characters in that. Olivia and Duke or the Duke of Orsi's son of a bitch. It's a a Shakespeare play. It apparently says that at the beginning. I've missed it both times. We Twice. The I was like, yeah, bro. It was right in the opening credits. And he's like, I didn't see it. <laughs> I I understand the, the loose association now, though. And I feel a way about it. <laughs> also, I feel like if they're going to go so far as to do the, mm-hmm. like, She's going to pretend to be a boy, but also we want to have a romance. Fuck you. Go all the way in with it. Give him a full on Mulan moment where Channing Tatum's going. God damn it. Am I gay? Yeah. I- or coffee <laughs> prince. Coffee prince. I'm like, I want to be with you as a man. I'm in love with your soul. Right. Like, uh, If you're going to do it, do it, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. And. I, I have a question. Not even a question, I guess. Just a comment. Amanda Bynes' character's whole point is that she's so awesome at soccer that she could even play on and beat most of the boys. Uh-huh. Uh, except they won't let her play. Uh-huh. And then she and goes then- to the other school and pretends to be a boy and makes second string and needs a boy to teach her to be better at soccer so that she's good enough to play with the boys. Uh-huh. Yes. And she eventually gets there, but it proves that at the beginning of the film, she just categorically wasn't actually good enough to play with the boys. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So, like, she was just wrong then. <laughs> yep. It makes no fucking sense. Jay, you had a really important job this week. How many montages did you count in She's the Man? If you include the opening credits as a montage, which I think is, uh, there's six. That seems like a lot. It does a lot of story lifting, if you will. Okay, yeah. So before you you poo-poo it, is six montages a lot for an hour and 40-minute film? Some yes. might say yes. Yeah. But Good then God. some would also not like to stretch that out into like a two hour film. So let's just montage some of this stuff and sweep right past the rest. Were all of them necessary? No. Did we see need to see Amanda Bynes as like the each one of the Beatles facial hairily? Also, no. But we did see it and it I was mean, a no. gift. We needed that. Yeah, no, we have a montage of her with a variety of facial hairs when she's supposed to be going undercover as a high school boy. So, you know. Her own brother. We right. know what his facial hair looks like, and it's none. None of, none of those facial hairs are going to be necessary, and I'm pretty sure they reused a couple of them twice. Like, come on. Is that, but that was when the movie was in full-on, like, Disney Channel mode, like, hyper-saturated colors, bright poppy music. Everything is like 
everybody's center frame, nice thirds. This is very straightforward shooting here. Power pop all fucking day. You want some All-American rejects? We got that B-roll. Oh, man. Wow. That was a throwback. Do you think this movie has more montages than Bloodsport? Yes. I don't know. This is up there with it. Bloodsport and Kickboxer might have, you know, more. I, I might have an equivalent. They're just better montages. This is kind of like a teeny bopper canon film. Kind of. Yeah. Like a PG actually. Andy Sedaris. That's not fair. Or that's not unfair. That's a that's a pretty accurate assessment. Okay. I don't All like right. that. You're welcome. Thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna just see that in my sleep tonight. Good. Well then that means I gotta ask you a question. Okay. Jay, from two thousand and six, she's the man. Would you watch it again? This is a lot of cringe almost or yes this just is a lot of cringe i don't know what i expected going into it but it wasn't a weird shakespeare retelling channing tatum is somewhat likable uh amanda Bynes is got a decent performance going on in this film eunice is absolutely wild like some of the bit characters are just nutso. And Paul, what the fuck is going on with Paul? Who is Paul? Who is Paul? Who and I'm going to be honest Paul? with you. I, I'm i not really crazy about the movie. I fucking hate the second ending. I wish it would just end at the soccer game and we could just wrap everything up. But, you know, who the fuck is Paul? Like, who the fuck is Paul? I might have to watch it again. I'm going to have to watch it again because I need to know who the fuck this Paul guy is. So, yeah, I think I'm going to watch She's the Man again. <laughs> Dave, what about you? She's the man. Would you watch it again? I wow, am blown that, away that, yeah, right now. Especially with that rationale. Like, I was not expecting that. But all right, you find your John Galt. In- <laughs> and- uh, oh, wow. Okay, she's the man. Oh, uh, wow. What it is to revisit the stereotypes of one you- one's youth. Um, so characters and she's the man that I am just entirely on board with, uh, Vinnie Jones, the soccer coach and the old lady who's in Paul's chair at the start of the film that pesters him into helping Amanda Bynes. She is down for mischief and I like her energy. Yes. I want more on her. Yeah. Everybody else in this. No, you're all, you're all some form of predator and we should probably be side eyeing you. She might be the only innocent. You're right. Yeah. And that's just saying she has she does hasn't done anything recently. Grandma might have some bodies back in the fifties. I don't know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So uh, I mean, okay, it, it's a bit of a cop out, but I am not a teenage girl. Therefore, she's the man has nothing for me. I was really surprised to find Vinnie Jones here. But and David Cross. Yeah, and David Cross. He was he's always great. Love David Cross. Get your paycheck, buddy boy. Uh, but despite those two brief appearances, no, I'm not going to watch She's the Man oh. again. It wasn't bad. I'm not upset I watched it this one time. 
boy, it's fun to see all the different ways you can do Shakespeare, but no, I'm not going to do this again. Is it? Casey, this was your last minute homework edition for the month. So after coming back to it all these years later, she's the man from 2006. Would you watch it again? I'm not going to beat around my lack of 2006 Bush. Um, Yes, I would. This was a very important film to a certain age group of women. If you were there, you got it. Every girl I know fucking loves this movie. And by girl, I mean like 32 to 42 year old woman loves this fucking movie. It's Amanda Bynes. Do I? Okay. Little bit of Amanda Bynes love. When I saw her as a child actor, it was one of those moments. I was like, she could be the next Lucille Ball. And I'm really sad it didn't happen for her. If that's what she wanted. I don't really know much about her and what the fuck has happened to her, but I know she doesn't really act anymore. Um, but I thought she was fucking hilarious as a kid and growing up. Uh, so, yes, I would absolutely watch this again. Amanda Bynes is fucking amazing. Channing Tatum is 26, and if he doesn't talk, he would be perfect. But every time he opened his mouth, well, that's it. Our verdict is two out of three of us would watch She's the Man again. One out of three of us is not a man. No. Oh. That's accurate. It's me. But it's Dave Mancard revoked for not liking this movie. All right, Jay, your presentation's up next period, and we got five minutes before class starts. What are you bringing to Dog Ate My Homework next week? Ooh, I'm going to do something easy then. I guess it's going to have to be Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, man, it's been a minute since I watched this, but not that long. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. Donate to our prep school fund on Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or PeepShittyCinema.com. Check those show notes for the links. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights. Go try to take a shower. And get towel whipped in real life by Channing Tatum. Surprised he didn't blind that man. Huh?